Many of us are just starting out, buying a home, having babies, and building wealth. Be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is simple, convenient, and secure. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care from the comfort of your home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands, and using a one-size-fit-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and Will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with their live customer service support seven days a week, TrustandWill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Trust and Will has a quiz that you can take to see what fits your personal needs. And they are the most trusted name in the online estate planning category. They're a leader on Trustpilot and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect their families, assets, and legacy. Gain peace of mind at trustandwill.com slash heygirl and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait. Go right now. This is really important. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com slash heygirl. Again, that's trustandwill.com slash heygirl. Hi, I'm Alex L. and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi, Amira. How are you today? I'm good, Alex. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so awesome to chat with you. I am very, very excited to have this conversation. But before we do, can you please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do? Oh, yeah. I am fangirling over here. So my name is Amira Rahim, and I'm a full-time artist and also a coach to other painters. So I found your work on Instagram randomly because I've been doing abstract painting as self-care. And when I discovered your page, I immediately fell in love with all the colors you use and that you were a Black woman. And I was just like, oh my gosh, where has she been all my life? And it was so wonderful. So I'm fangirling over here too. You know, just like to get to know more about you and your work, how did you get started in this? And why are you so passionate about abstract art? and using colors, which remind me of joy, um, in such interesting mm-hmm. and unique ways. Before I get into answering that, because it has a little bit to do with like psychology and my own self-care, I want to say like huge shout out to you because a few years ago, it's just crazy we're even talking right now, because a few years ago, I had purchased your book and it was a brief story. I believe it was like the first book with the poem. Words from a Wanderer. But, um, oh my gosh. My very yes, first baby book. <laughs> yes. yes. And it was just perfect. Like I had just got back from wandering <laughs> and I was overseas like in Mexico and I came back to New Jersey and I had a lot of healing to do that I didn't even know was waiting for me. All I knew was just like raw emotion and healing a lot of relationship issues and just tending to my own needs. And like reading your book was just felt like a best friend or like this big sister, like the words that you need to hear. And I just love how you've been able to validate just the human experience in such an eloquent way. And yeah, yeah. So like with me, 
painting and color is a lot about kind of discovering how to lift my vibrations and heal, right? And like bring joy into my life. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know I would end up being an abstract artist. I didn't really like painting abstractly, but I was just one of those kids that was pretty nerdy and always reading or drawing and eventually painting. So yeah, it just was always a big part of my life. But I think, you know, having a platform like Instagram and just social media in general, it's been really cool because we get to show up in the world and decide like who we want to be in a way that honors our artistry and I think that's saying hell of a lot right now especially as a woman as a black woman we get bombarded by media narratives of what we're supposed to look like and you know what boxes are supposed to fit in right and so yeah I just I love coming across these like yours and it's just so positive but it's also like really authentic and yeah well I am so happy to hear that. I It always tickles me when people bring up my very first book. It's seven years old now. And when I look oh, back wow. on it, I'm like, I cringe just because like it was a passion project and it was truly like mm-hmm. my heart's work. And to still hear people talk about it and how it nestled into their hearts, it just makes me smile and also cringe, but more so smile just because it's come such a long way. So thank you for that affirmation. And I love how you mentioned art is joy and art is healing. So can you dive a little Mm -hmm. bit deeper into that? Like you mentioned also not being an abstract painting and now you're here. So how did the shift happen for you? Yeah, well, I think the first thing is I had to start understanding that my creativity is an act of, it blows my mind, but this is something I felt. I started my journey almost exactly seven years ago, as well, obviously before then, but like professionally seven years ago. And I see creativity as an act of worship. I see it as Mm. a way to honor my life here on earth. And I've gone through so many different like phases and expressions of spirituality and at one point religion and now is this beautiful homogenization. But painting has always been the common thread. And I feel like it's the one place where I get to be in the present moment. I can't hide from myself, but at the mm-hmm. same time, there is this removal of the ego. I feel like when you're really painting and you're in that flow state, regardless like whatever you're doing but especially for creative people Mm -hmm. it's like you forget who you are you're just obsessed with the story you're trying to get out or the characters or even seeing yourself as a character and just being able to hold space for her and just get that out and um painting is like that you know for me is a way to honor that and I'm much busier now (laughs) than I was (laughs) seven years ago yeah so finding that time and having that discipline to really create boundaries around my creativity is kind of the stage that I'm in right now but I think the biggest lesson I've learned this past year is that my art and painting sales and things like that it's just a byproduct and it's a really nice byproduct because I get to sell it and provide a service to people but if all that went away you know and I'm just home alone in the room aka like lockdown or (laughs) quarantine you know like all that went away I still would be painting you know so I think it's pretty cool just how life shows us who we are and sometimes we have to go through all these journeys and detours or have our wildest dreams kind of come true right have this externalization and like validation and financial freedom and just feeling like I don't have to rely on a boss 
or I don't have to rely on anyone else. I know that my art or my words or my passion is the thing that could support myself. That was hugely validating for my human experience. Yeah, and just like a gift. And then at the same time, realizing that still it's just the end product, that still is just the result. It's not the actual essence of what is taking place in the studio. You know, it's a real communion with the cosmos and with our higher selves and even just our femininity. I feel like painting is such a feminine act. <laughs> it's creation, you know, it's that womb energy and yeah, everything can come up. So yeah, it's, it's cool. I feel like sometimes like when I'm really in it, I feel like an alchemist, you know, I feel like I'm just like in the lab and I'm mixing and pouring and moving things around and just really experimenting. It's really about kind of testing and seeing how my body responds to certain color patterns. And yeah, I just love that. <laughs> it's always a surprise to me as much as it is to other people, like what the end result was looks like. I love Squarespace. They make AlexL.com look bomb. I have been a customer for years now, so having them as a sponsor for this show makes me thrilled. If you are unfamiliar with Squarespace, here's the deal. They inspire millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. On Squarespace's dynamic all-in-one platform, customers can build a website, claim a domain, sell online, and market a brand. Simple easy, beautiful. Their products combine cutting-edge design, this is so important, and world-class engineering, making it easier than ever to establish your online presence. Squarespace is perfect for people who are ready to make their ideas a reality and for those who want those ideas to stand out. There is no other platform I would ever use outside of Squarespace. Just isn't gonna happen. I want you to fall in love with them too. So head to squarespace.com slash heygirl for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code heygirl to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash heygirl and use offer code heygirl to send 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. Join me. You'll never have a more beautiful website. I'm telling you. I love how you said painting as alchemy, like that might just be the title of this episode because that made the hair on my skin rise. Like that is so divine and in alignment yeah. with making things, with bringing creation to the world, with evoking <laughs> our highest self in our power, in our craft. I think that is just magnificent. I need to, of course, talk about self-care as an artist, right? So yes, you are creating for clients now and your customers, but how do you come back home to yourself and use abstract art as meditation for just you, not to sell, not to show, but just to be in your own body in your own present moment? Yeah, I think it's kind of a mix of a few different things. But one of the things that I've tried to adopt for myself and also teach the students that I work with is embedding this in the process and making the process be the self-care. And so the biggest gift that I feel like painting provides is it calls you to be in the present moment. And so when I put a certain layer of colors down or I do anything, it's weird to like get 
too heavy into it, but I go about it like asking, okay, I wonder how it will look if I put these two colors together. And then I see how it feels in my body. And that is not always easy, right? Like we live in a very like methodical, logical, fast-paced, technologically heavy world. And so to really sit with colors as if they're flavors and kind of savoring them and almost like taste testing and having this visceral approach to the painting process is different. (laughs) I paint really fast. I also like to meditate like before I'm working or even during the work and a lot of the process of making art is just looking and you can look at the work during or even after you know like living with the work in your home so after you create like after I make something it sits on my wall for a few weeks or on the floor for a few weeks and you know just having some tea or eating and then you just glance over at the room sometimes at night sometimes in the daytime and just seeing like what does stir up in my body and I think this is really important for me as an abstract expressionist painter because there is no actual subject matter a lot of times and things can go left or right you know I have eye for composition now so it's really easy for me to make work in a cohesive manner but still there are paintings that I'll create that I don't really like and then I'll see a few weeks later and I'm like oh that's why you know it kind of making my skin it's a little bit of my hair crawl. It's, it's really subtle, but I think there is a certain energy that we are transferring as we're making the work. And if we can be mindful of that energy exchange within ourselves, it's really weird because it's like we're this channel, we're this vessel, and you go into this like meditative space and you're doing the work, but then you also need to snap as if you're the receiver of the work, snap into this like viewership of your own work and then objectively allow yourself to just feel it and be with it and then make adjustments accordingly. So how is it self-care? <laughs> <laughs> I think because that process, for me, color is exciting. I feel like we don't see enough color in our lives. Like, I don't know, I just, you know, you watch cartoons and see all these like crazy color schemes and I just finished watching Midnight Gospel and the whole thing is in this really strange, like, color scheme and it's very like psychedelic and I'm just like imagine if we looked outside our windows and things were just a little more saturated you know Mm. or (laughs) if our walls were covered in you know green and yellows and purples and try to put that energy into my work and you know a lot of it does have to do with my own psychological makeup and battling depression and anxiety and just low energy and and then using art as a means to feel good I think I always feel good like as I'm painting and I always feel good looking at the work after and it just feels like my inner child is really happy it's just really validating the end result is also self-care and I'm like wow like that's pretty that's beautiful that's evocative that's so expressive and it's just cool that it's like you know it comes out of my hands in a way but it's also streaming and from this this other dimension (laughs) as well so yeah This year, 
I'm refocusing on what it means to take care of myself, and it couldn't be easier than with Daily Harvest. They've been the one thing that makes me feel better about my day and myself and what I'm putting in my body. I'm really loving their Harvest Bowls and the smoothies. My kids adore smoothies, and I have never had an easier smoothie experience than with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables, and it comes right to your door. It literally takes minutes to prepare, and I have never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me, because it is. It's absolutely delicious, fresh, clean, and just my new favorite thing. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food too. No need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, and they just launched their first ever plant-based milk collection starting with almond milk. Daily Harvest milk is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That is it. Plus, I can actually stay stocked up since everything stays fresh till I'm ready to use it, aka no more mad dashes to the grocery store when I need almond milk for my smoothies or a splash for my coffee in the morning. They are committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without any of the prep. Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code HEYGIRL to get $25 off your very first box. That's promo code HEYGIRL for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. What has painting taught you about community and the importance of needing one another in this life? That's a good question. I think I still haven't found the answer to that because I feel like I'm often at odds with myself around being very solitary and enjoying like the hermit mode, <laughs> but then also being like, wait, where is everybody? I want to talk. I want to like, you know, <laughs> like, I want to hang out. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's like sometimes, depending on how you were praised as a kid, right? We get our personalities and it's like, okay, I was praised for getting straight A's and being studious and all that. And so I didn't really learn how to have relationships with people other than my immediate family. And my friendships were always a surprise to myself like oh wow like she wants to be my friend like that's so cool and then we'd be friends for years I feel like art has been this bridge where I've been able to express a side of myself that is very outgoing very opinionated and expressive and just fluid and having art allows me to have this like conversation piece whether it's online or in person and so I think it's really cool you know it's like we have these mechanisms to engage with other people if you 
you're a little bit reserved like me. <laughs> I guess I asked that because you teach and I know mm-hmm. that, you know, the student teacher relationship is a form of community and an act of needing one another. Yeah, yeah for uh. sure. And I feel like, you know, with like teaching, it, it taught me a lot and the needing aspect, just realizing that it's like I'm hosting and holding this space for them to meet themselves. And then they create work that I'm not really responsible for, but in a way, I am, but also, like, I don't feel responsible for it. I see it as a process of me just, like, helping them meet themselves and unearthing authority within them. And a lot of times they share work that inspires me to try something else different or go in another direction. So it is this, a lot of times there is no separation between, you know, the student and teacher title. It, yeah, very much reversed and sometimes as well. So before we go, I'd love to ask you one more question, which is what affirmation would you share with your inner child, with your younger self, if you were mentoring her today? Oh, that's beautiful. I think it would be I am seen. And that's been a huge piece that's come up for me. And I feel like my work has allowed me to be seen in a way that maybe I didn't feel seen as a child. And sometimes those wounds can manifest as fear. It's like maybe we hide ourselves from the world. We don't feel worthy of being seen. And art is a way for us to be seen. It's very vulnerable. <laughs> so I would just say I am seen. I am seen. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.